welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the Whatnots Review Show uh, number 135. We are uh. cruising along in those numbers there. Uh, but if you did not know, this is our weekly book club style podcast uh, where we cover all sorts of different genres and mediums. Could be a co comic, a movie, a TV show, uh, anime, manga, something else. Who knows? Uh, we have all sorts of stuff for you to check out. Uh, yeah, this week we are covering in anime. Great Pretender. Uh, which I believe, is it? I forgot to look up if this was a Netflix original or not. I don't know. I think it is, yeah. Yes, because it, it did say at the start, a Netflix original yep. anime. Okay, yeah, there you go. So you guys can go check this one out uh, on Netflix. Great Pretender is what we will be talking about in just a bit. My name is Kyle Springer, and I am joined, as always, by Melissa Wilkinson. Yes. Alyssa, you are in a bright, festive red sweater, and I, I like it. <laughs> it's a blazer. I never wear it because it's, yeah, it, like the sleeves don't roll up super well. It's sure. a nice item. And I'm like, I have a habit of shoving my sleeves up all the time, which is fine on like a $20 cardigan that I don't care if it gets stretched out, but this is a nice blazer, and I don't want to warp the fabric so i don't wear it unless it's very cold ah. I, I i gotcha it's a nice color so mm -hmm. looks looks good how has your thank you weekend been though ah productive i suppose i i got all my chopping done for my immediate family i didn't actually buy any of the stuff but uh i bought some things and the rest of them they're all neatly in a cart somewhere i just have to click back buy on those web, 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 yeah. website yeah. I'm, yeah I'm thinking about that stuff i've bought certain things for certain people and stuff like that but i don't have it all done yet i need to figure out some things still uh but my weekend has been okay um i, I you guys may or may not have noticed that we haven't really put out new <laughs> episodes in like two weeks if you're listening to, to this around the time of us recording it um and we, we we had a lot of technical difficulties here uh mm. on with my computer uh long story short premiere pro was shutting itself down not not crashing just turning off by itself <laughs> And, and I, I had no idea what to do, so I c c contacted Adobe support. I was back and forth with them for about a day, and they were like, well, we can't figure it out. How about you talk to Microsoft? Uh, so I spent about a day and a half or so with Microsoft, and the day were like, well, we can't figure it out, so go back to Adobe. Um, mm -hmm. So I went back to Adobe, and was, I was just like, okay, what the heck? hell uh, we need to figure this out uh and we eventually did i think it's my graphics card they mm. updated it recently they updated the driver and i think it just wasn't playing nice with adobe it was a little bit buggy we did something and it fixed it but then the same pr problem started happening for another program oh. 
And so I, I went back and was just like, it's happening again to this other thing now. <laughs> Here's what they did last time. Can we try that again? And so we did that and it fixed it. But now it's it's just like, okay, well, I now emailed the support for my graphics card manufacturer just to be like, what's going on here with this? And they haven't responded yet. And that was on Monday. Ooh. So, Ooh. Uh, which will have been a week tomorrow. So. They also don't have the, like, live chat function. They just have to, like, fill out this form, and we'll get back to you at some point. So, Mm -hmm. thankfully, things are working right now, and I've managed to fix some bugs and stuff, because when I took off the graphics card and put things back on, it, like, redid all of my stuff, and I was just like, oh, God, Uh what do I do? (laughs) Here we are. We're back in the saddle doing our thing and about to talk about Great Pretender mm-hmm. on Netflix. Melissa, I don't know about you, but I'm pretty certain this is going to win my biggest surprise of 2020. <laughs> I loved this show. It's so much fun. It really is. I had no idea, though. Like, I, I, I saw it when it came on Netflix, because Netflix knew to recommend it to, to mm. me. But more often than not, I just kind of ignore that thing that, like, first starts playing on yeah. Netflix, right? Un- t- until I start to hear some things of, like, oh, yeah, that show, Coeen's Gambit. It's great. You should watch it. And I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, Netflix was, you know, putting that up there. Yeah. This was like, great pretender. Here's a thing you would like. And I would just like, skip, skip. skip. <laughs> I didn't hear anything. No one I know huh. has been talking about this. And that's why I'm so surprised. It's great. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> Do you so know when good. this first season came out? Because they just dropped season two. Uh, yes. We only watched season one for this episode, but I imagine I both of us will soon be watching season two. Let's see, do we have an episode list? List of episodes. Um, June second, twenty twenty. Oh, oh, no, that's yeah, for I don't Netflix. Remember that's for Netflix about Japan. This. Oh, okay. Well, so I I don't know if it was a simultaneous release or not. It also says mm. well, no, because that's longer than yeah. Okay, because ultra that plus ultra seems like they were doing weekly stuff. So I'm gonna assume June second, huh? Twenty twenty. Remember hearing about it? Right now we're in December twenty twenty. Yes, which is yes. like right when season two aired. So, yeah, it's it's been out for a little bit, but it's still pretty new. Hmm. So, yeah, I um, man, this was exactly what I needed. I think, especially after uh, irredeemable being so yeah. like, heavy and dark and stuff like that, which we covered. Uh, the past couple months at our on our end of the month specials, um, mm. and yeah, and this was just fast paced, light hearted, funny. It was fun. It was a good time. 
I, I yeah, this, this was just exactly what I needed. So. Yeah, and I didn't look at the episode listing before I started watching the show, so I had no idea how it was structured. <laughs> I thought mm. it was going to be like a scam of the week, and then they're in one scam for a couple episodes. I'm like, is this the entire season? This is moving pretty fast for this to be the entire season. I wonder where the story is going. And then it turns out season one is three different scams that each take uh, four or five episodes apiece. Yeah, three cases. They, yeah, they, they call them cases. Yeah, they don't There's call like, them scams. They're a little classier than that. Yeah, uh, yeah, because they're, they're confidence men. Mm. Did you say constipated? <laughs> um, yeah, so I enjoyed this. I would say uh, this is a mix between Lupin the, th the Third, Cowboy yeah. Bebop, Ocean's uh -huh. Eleven, yes. and... And uh, maybe some Mad Men thrown in there. <laughs> I so they, they're, they're, I can't you, speak you know to the, that. The, the uh, 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 open. So you've not seen Mad Men then, right? I saw the pilot a long time ago, and that's it. Okay. Do you remember the opening credits sequence? Where it's, oh, it's like okay. The... <laughs> that's what you're talking about. Not any of the narrative elements of Mad Men. Just the way the not opening that, sequence yeah. looks. The opening okay. sequence, there's the scene where yeah. the g -g 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 high like falls out the window and there's money flying around. They have that exact same thing here <laughs> in the opening <laughs> sequence. It's like, huh, yeah, this okay. sort of uh, uh, blocky, silhouetted Saul Bass look. Yeah. 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 Uh, and the, the opening credits of this, yeah, is, is that style with this like funky jazz tune playing that's very reminiscent mm. of uh, the, the, song T tank by the seat yes. belts for cowboy bebop uh and yeah it just like immediately starts making you smile and the artwork is mm -hmm. beautiful and there's colors oh, galore man. it's almost psychedelic in in the way yeah. they, they do that that stuff but it's 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 not um yeah it's just it's an interesting mix of stuff and it's so much fun um, it is. So I, and there's I highly a lot recommend of, this. It's, there's a lot of depth to it too. Like it's uh, absolutely. It's very funny, but it's not a straight up comedy 100 percent of the time. Like there are some very serious emotional moments between these characters. I'd still overall call it a absolutely. romp, but <laughs> you will be harrowed as well. Yeah, yeah. You will. You will have some touching moments. Yeah. Uh, so now that we have thoroughly praised it. Um, mm -hmm. let's do a synopsis for people who, who might not know what we're talking about yet. So, Great Pretender, uh, starts out in Japan, and it follows, uh, this guy, his name is Makoto Edamura, and they call him, they call him, they call him Adamame for yep. short. That took me forever to get out. Um, <laughs> they even have yeah. him. One of the, I think it's Cynthia has him in her phone as Edamame. Like they just don't. That's just his nickname. <laughs> yeah. They don't get his name at all. They're like, yeah, Edamame. Yeah. And that's what they keep calling him the rest of the series. 
Um, and he he is a kind of small time scam artist. Mm. Uh, he's he's swindling swindling people out of money with these fake scams and some partners that help him uh, to to do these scams. And he ends up trying to pickpocket uh, and and scam this guy that he just thinks is a tourist. Uh, and mm. and and he's you know he's he's like ah oh, this guy's. This this white guy here in in in, in Japan, he won't know what you know what mm. happened. Uh, and it turns out that guy is a like much better scam artist. <laughs> yes, <laughs> and has in fact scammed him, uh, not mm. only for like stealing his wallet because when they're like okay let's see how much money we got there and they dump it out and it's all newspaper mm-hmm. color things but then as that first that, that that like pilot goes you learn that everything that's basically happened in episode one was all the scam from that white guy and it was yeah. just like oh my god he this we're in so deep like <laughs> he's he's in over his head uh mm. and so yeah long story sh- short uh our main c- character ends up getting involved uh with Laurent L- 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 who is a f- mm. Frenchman uh who has mm. scammed sc- scammed him and is they're now going to be working together to uh right <laughs> scam some more people and amura just follows him to los angeles like i need to know what this guy's deal is where is he going yeah i'll buy a plane ticket to la i don't know what's over there but (laughs) but i'm gonna learn something about this guy and how he moves he has this sense of like hey i was supposed to steal your money so now you owe me money because i didn't get the money so (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he's he's just like I'm gonna follow you until until I can get my money and leave. <laughs> mm. Yeah, um, but yeah. So th- th- then they start working together, and then, like you said, uh, in season one, there are three c- cases that they do. The first case uh, is them trying to sell sell drugs to a mafia member in Hollywood. Yeah, it was like this big film producer. Yeah, uh, and then the second case is them trying to scam these two brothers who have this, uh, like, scripted airplane race that they do every yeah. year in Singapore. Um, and yeah, they're hoping to scam them out of a bunch of money. And then the third and shortest case uh, mm. is about them trying to scam this big-time art dealer. Uh, mainly because he's a dick. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and they're just like, we don't like him. We're 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 going to screw him over. Mm-hmm. But yeah. This was good. This was fun. I highly recommend ch- checking it out. Um season 2 just k- 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 came out on Netflix and I know season 2 is all one big case. Yeah. Um, intriguing. I I noticed that. So there you go. Hopefully we've we've piqued your interest enough to go oh. ch- check ch- check it out. Yes. And I want to say, the show, when I started it on Netflix, I think it was set to English. I think it was starting in English. No, no, it was in Japanese, and I clicked on it to see, like, let me see how the dub 
sounds. You know, I like to try both of them, maybe. And it said it was in the original Japanese. Yeah. So they have something. No, I don't remember. I don't remember what how it goes anyway. But like when people are speaking Japanese, they are speaking Japanese and it is English subtitled. But when they're speaking English, they are speaking English. And both of the main characters have accents. You know, Edamura has his Japanese accent and um, Laurent has his French accent. And then abruptly, like 10 minutes into episode one, where they're like commenting on each other's accents while they're both speaking English to each other, there's a sign like within the animation that flashes mm-hmm. on the screen that says, from here on out, we're going to remove all the accents and everything's going to be in English. And then that's just how it goes for the rest yeah. of the series. And that seemed you know integral like that was there from the very beginning like we are planning this mainly for an english audience we're going to set it up to be mostly english you know from the beginning out it was an interesting move because i've never seen anything like that yeah i on one hand was taken aback by it and was like wait no that don't don't do that but then yeah Mm. i think i ended up liking it that way because i i think as much as I like the accents and it makes it more realistic, right? It, yeah. it makes it a little bit harder to decipher. Uh, and I, 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 at least for, for me, an English speaker who mm. has a fairly normal English accent in the United States, right? Um, it, like it, yeah, it just, it's one less thing to have to kind of worry about being like, okay, did yeah. I hear him say that right? Because, like we said, the colors are almost psychedelic. There, it's nonstop, <laughs> fast pace. There's a lot happening, very fast. Mm. Uh, and they were j- 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 just like, "Look, we g- 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 get it. You don't have to worry about uh, about that." And I was like, "Oh, okay, fine, sure." Yeah, well, and the, it is a globe trotting show. Like we have scenes that take place in Japan, in Singapore, in right, France, yeah. like all over the place. We have characters, other characters that are speaking foreign languages. So I think they set that English baseline so that then it is easier for you to jump around to, okay, now they're speaking French and now somebody's speaking Chinese in a, a, a later scene. Yeah. There's a lot going on. What a, what a multicultural show. Indeed. Indeed. Uh, well, yeah. Let's let's do some housekeeping uh, and yeah. then we will move on and get into our spoiler section. If you guys did not know, we have multiple podcasts here at The Whatnots. You guys can find out more information on our website, thewhatnots.com, as well as your favorite podcasting platform of choice. Just type in The Whatnots and all of our shows will pop up right there. Uh, If you like what we do, patreon.com slash thewhatnots is where you can support us for as little as a dollar a month. We also have a $3 tier where you guys can get all sorts of exclusive content uh, we, we, we have a bunch of review show stuff up there, a bunch of captain's log stuff up there. Uh, we recently started pu- pu- putting up some stuff for crossplay, our video game podcast. Uh, so yeah, be sure to check out all of that. Uh, and I know there's some more coming down the road. It looks like we won't get to that till the new year gets started, but there will be more of that coming down the road. Uh, Yeah. Last but not least, a big shout out to our Patreon supporters at the $5 tier. So thank you, Sam, so much for helping us out and supporting us. We love you a lot. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's that that 
wraps us up for housekeeping. You guys can go check out all of that. Oh, uh, I guess we should mention we are approaching the end of the year. Yeah. Meaning uh, our last episode for this here podcast, for the review show specifically, is going to be December 20th. Mm. Um, Means we have this one, we have next week, and then the week after that. Um. And then we're going to be t- t- taking, like, two weeks off for the holidays. Uh, so we'll have all of that stuff, but you guys should also be on the lookout uh, for our five-year a- anniversary retrospective. Uh, at the end of each year, we like to do a big celebration podcast where we can eat, drink, and be merry uh, and just, yeah, talk about all the neat things. Uh, I know in specifically relation to the review show, we'll have, like, what our favorite stuff of the year was, what our least yeah. favorite stuff was, stuff was. And like I mentioned at the start here, what our biggest surprise was going to be. I know we'll have some more stuff. Uh, I know Melissa yeah. likes to make the playlists. Yeah, uh, I'm still working along. on the playlists. I'm making uh, a list of uh, weirdly uh, common repeating themes, very specific things we keep running into this year. Yeah. Um, there's my favorite question of the year. Who is your review show dream date? So there's, Indeed. <laughs> it'll be a lot of fun. It's it's going to be a blast. And we will have the whole crew there. So it's not just going to be me and mm. Melissa. Uh, it's going to be all of the uh, 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 other hosts on Crossplay as well. Uh, so yeah, be on the lookout for that. We have some fun stuff coming up at the end of the year. And then we will be back shortly in January. So yeah, there you go. House has been kept. Mm-hmm. Indeed. Okay, let's move on to spoilers. You can hear it this this week. I can. Yeah, there you go. Um, okay, Melissa, where do you want to start with this one? <laughs> there's, there, I, I feel like there's so many places to start because there's the ca- characters, the artwork. There's all these cases. There's, mm-hmm. the, yeah, there, there's, there's, so, there's so much. I think I want to start with one of the things that really made an impression on me right off the bat is as soon as you get Laurent and Edamura together. They're really flirting with each other. Oh yeah. Like not flirting, they, flirting, but I'm like is this what the show is going to be? Is it just going to be th- Yeah, is it just going to be these two guys going on pseudo romantic cases and like doing this cat and mouse scam game with each other for 14 episodes? I thought it I was being so neatly set up for to be a show about this pair of characters. Yeah. And then they add more people who the team to the team who I do really like. We get Abby, we get Cynthia, and like these characters are always around each other, but like that direct opposition between Laurent and Edamura kind of dissipates. I was hoping for it's... more like back and forth between the two of them specifically. Yeah, it starts out really strong and then I I I don't know if dissipates is the right word, but I know what you're getting at, right? Like the show starts to expand a bit and yeah the larger cast it just doesn't take as much of a like a major role but there is yeah they don't have a lot of of one-on-one scenes with each other yeah but they 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 do have this kind of 
flirty relationship. <laughs> it's not flirty in like a romantic subtext, like, oh, maybe they're yeah. gay, but we don't know. Uh, it's more of, of like, he's like, he's oddly trying to court him to be yes. a better scam artist. <laughs> right. And like join the team. And Edamame doesn't want to join the team, but also wants to learn how to be a better scam artist. <laughs> it's just like, it's just this like, I don't like you, but uh, okay. Yeah, I'll and like it. Laurent loves Edamura, can't be bothered to remember his name, unfortunately, but, but really likes this guy, like, really like wants him kid. on the team, wants him around. Yeah, but Edamura has this a stronger personal code. Like, he does a lot of small-time scams, and he's very proud of the work he's done. But when yeah. they start getting into, like, more serious crimes and, like, higher dollars that he's stealing, he's like, I don't like that I am a part of this. Yeah. And at the end of that case, he gets all the money, and he takes it back home to the police in Japan. And he's like, this accounts for every small-time scam I've done over the last couple years. And he's like, I'm going to spend my time in jail. I'm going to leave scamming. I'm going to take an honest job at a, as a mechanic. And then the mechanic leads him to like, hey, you know, I think I've got a friend who you'd really enjoy working for. I'm going to send you over to that guy. And then Edamur is just right back where he started. He's back with Laurent again. Like fate has brought them together again. And yeah. he's like, I guess this is what I do now. And then he's just with them through the rest of the season. And he's still like, I don't like he's what you're still doing. Reluctant. And I'm going... Yeah, and he's like, I'm still trying to be a better person than the rest of you, but he's still there. He's not yeah. leaving again. He's like, I under, I get, I can't escape. I can't escape. I can yeah, only hope to be that, a good influence on you. That first case, he is, he's, he's, he's in. He's like, yeah, sure, I'll, mm. I'll, I'll help you out with, with this thing. He's still a little bit reluctant. Yeah, just like, I don't know what you guys are up to exactly. Mm. But I'll help out so I can get my money and then, you know, get out. And then the second case, yeah, he's reluctant. He's like, I don't want to have anything to do with it. In fact, we get like a two-year time jump between those first two cases. And then the third one, he's still out. He's like, I don't want to have anything to do with this. But then circumstances kind of bring him back around. And in fact, he's the one that's like, hey, guys, I want to scam someone like I, yeah. there's someone here that I don't like. And uh, or it, more so, like he wants to help someone else. And so he's yeah. like, hey, the way to do that would be to scam this p p person. But I need your guys's help to do this. Yeah. And that's a scam that he's doing. For altruistic reasons, to give the money to somebody else who needs it, not for mm -hmm. himself. And the mark of the scam is a guy who he has seen be an absolute jerk. Yeah. <laughs> so his conscience is okay with that he's, one. He's, he's kind of the member of the t t t t team that I think is going to eventually lead them to be more gentlemen thieves i think we see laurent as that gen gentleman thief right because mm -hmm. he's classy he's in the suits he knows yeah. all the expensive stuff but there's still like he's still selfish in that he's doing this for mm. himself in that he's uh scamming p p people who 
aren't some of them are criminals some of them aren't like it just you, you know just not he's doing it for himself no matter what the case is i want money i want hundreds mm. of millions of dollars and all that stuff and edimura is kind of like hey what we're do doing isn't good and i i, I mm -hmm. think he he's also going to be the one that kind of pushes them to like okay well if we're gonna do this let's do it to bad people and yeah. let's do it for a good reason like let's give mm -hmm. the money away to someone else or let's help someone by scamming mm -hmm. these people so I, I like that that he's like unbeknownst to him like affecting the team to be like let's, mm -hmm. let's actually have a conscious right yeah so it's it's good stuff it's good stuff but yeah so uh that first that like pilot as well as that first case is you just you learn very quickly that like everything that's happening is a scam <laughs> right because we see Edimura uh, and his partner, I forget his name, the like short old dude. Oh yeah, um, but he's he's there and they're tr tr trying to scam this older woman uh, to buy a water filter for her faucet mm. and stuff. Yeah, and and she immediately is like, I don't need one of these, and she walks inside and there's this. <laughs> flyer for like beware the fake like water filter scam thing and mm. uh and, and she's like i spotted him you know you know and then that's when we yeah. see edamura come in and he's selling one and he seems a lot more l l legit and she buys one for, 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 for from that but then we find out that she's also fake like the old woman is working for Laurent to test him out <laughs> to see if mm -hmm. he would be good for the t t team. And so, yeah, it's kind of wild. And then throughout the c c course of that first case, you learn like the FBI is not actually the FBI. And, the, yeah. and it's just like, what is going on? Is everything a scam? Yeah. Is everything fake? <laughs> the cake is a lie. Oh my God. Like, I. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I the first case is a really fun setup of the team because it's peeling them back layer by layer. Right. Like first he meets Laurent and then it's like, oh, that guy you were working with, he's with me. That old lady you were talking to, he's with you. She's with me. Uh, yeah. We're going <laughs> to go talk to this uh, film producer. And he has this hot young actress following him around. She's with me. And the FBI agent, not a real FBI agent. She's also on the team. It's like one yeah. at a time. This is how we assemble our scam team. Is that it's like no, that that that's not a real civilian. Uh, yeah, they're they're with us. It's it's kind of fascinating to watch because mm -hmm. yeah, it, it it is this like Ocean's Eleven. Like we have the perfect plan where everyone is in place and at, <laughs> like at the right moment at the right time. Uh, to because I. I there's that scene in the first case where they are checking on Edimer Mame's uh, background because he's playing this doctor character. Yeah. But he has yes. no online presence. And so they're, they they explain it a way of like, oh, like he's not much of a like social media person. He likes to stay focused on his work. 
And so I, I think the film producer sends who... Does he send his own men or does he send the cops? Or who no, he I think he sends, he sends uh, like some of his goons to this hospital or university in Japan where supposedly, where supposedly this doctor worked, yeah. works. And it is the old woman and the guy, <laughs> then the old guy who have snuck into that office, put on the lab coats, and they're like, oh, yeah, he's been a wonderful colleague to work with. I believe he's out traveling right now. So sorry you couldn't talk to him in person. Yeah, but he's great. <laughs> he's wonderful. We love him. He does such great Brilliant work. doctor. Yeah. A genius. Yeah. And then I love that the end of that scene is that, you know, like, the, then those goons are like, okay, boss, you know, seems legit. And like everybody leaves. And then this other doctor wanders in and he looks around at stuff was moved and he yells to the back of the room like, has anybody been in my office? Yeah. Did, did one of you guys move my things? <laughs> yeah, it, 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 it's good. I, I like that. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, it's just this like wild series of events that just kept being like wow this is neat whoa okay well they're fake too oh my god uh, <laughs> and and so by the second case when i was like okay he's out of the thing he's got his own job and then i started to be like oh god no mm. I, I, what if the guard in the prison was a plant by Laurent to like give him the recommendation to work mm. at this mechanics thing so he can get trained to then push him to working on the airplanes to then being like you are the perfect man for the the job <laughs> and we it's kind of like that it's not that ex extent but it like mm. it's still it, it's still like ah oh, he set this up too man god damn it like this is great i like <laughs> this <laughs> he just has so much money that he can like pay people to set things up or plant people in in certain mm. spots right uh so yeah Laurent is a crafty, crafty fellow. Yeah, I was hoping we would get his backstory because the way this show winds up being formatted is that <clears throat> the first season, uh, that well, that first case, we get little flashbacks to Edamura's past. You find out that mm -hmm. his dad was this amazing altruistic lawyer who defended a lot of down on their luck people, and he grew up like adoring his dad, really admiring his dad. His dad was his hero. And then uh, they find out through a news broadcast that their dad was involved in like a human trafficking ring. And so his the, his reputation was you know, yeah. like he's suddenly no longer got this hero, this father that he looked up to. But now everybody Edinburgh meets thinks he's just going to turn out just like his father, like nobody trusts him. He can't get a job. And that's how he turned to scamming. He's like, if everybody tells me this is what I am. That's what I'll be. Fine. I'll be a criminal. I will scam well, people. He he ends up going to work for what what he thinks is a legitimate company. Oh yeah, that's and right. Yeah. They end up scamming some people and they get busted immediately. Uh with it's like his first week there. And so he's just yeah. shocked of like I I I didn't like he knew some things were strange. Like there's some things he's mm -hmm. like, uh, okay, I'll go along with that. That seems not right or mm. you know, stuff. But yeah. Uh like he gets this thing on his record and no one will 
ha, 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 hire yeah. him. So he's just like, you know what? Screw it. I'm going to be yep. a con man. So. Yeah. So like we've got flashbacks to that during the first case. During the second case, we get flashbacks to Abby's past where like she was from Iraq mm-hmm. and like her town got torn up by war. Her parents were killed and then she became uh, this sort of guerrilla soldier and that she's yeah. having all of these terrible flashbacks to that throughout the entire case. And then the third one, because I saw it was a starting in France, I thought, oh, now we're going to learn something about Laurent. Right. And we don't. It's all about Cynthia. And I did really like that story, but I'm like, that oh, dang, one. we yeah. still, we don't know anything about Laurent. <laughs> so hopefully that's what season two is. Right, yeah. We don't know a single thing about this guy's past. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah. Hopefully... Season uh, two is about that. Uh, And if they continue it, I really, really hope that by the end of this, we learn that Edamame has been setting up this like long scam to scam all of these guys (laughs) out of like everything that they do. I think that would be wonderful. Um, (laughs) Maybe he is. I don't know. He is very smart. And as much as he is, he is more of a conscience than the other people on the team, you could say. But he seems to also have an appreciation for the art of the scam. Oh, sure. Yeah. And, and like he's he's qu- quickly becoming friends yeah. with them. So maybe he, he, he won't scam them. Mm. Right. Um, but but yeah, like we still don't know about Laurent. Like we mentioned, there is that tension between them and at the end of the day he does seem to be a selfish prick uh Mm -hmm. so i mean maybe they scam him in in, in, instead like he convinces the rest of the team to scam laurent uh some Mm. somehow who knows i i i i i I, I just like that i that like at the like end of season five or or, or something like down <laughs> d- 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 down the roads, you learn that like he's been just ever so slowly like learning the ropes and planting mm. things and starting to be just like, bam, checkmate. There it is. Yeah, like he learns how to scam Laurent, but he doesn't know who Laurent truly is. And then there's like an emotional flashback where he's like, "You poor troubled soul, I should not have done this to you." <laughs> Yeah, or, yeah, or something like that. But um, yeah. So let's let's dive in uh br- briefly with this this first case here and mm. start uh, talking a little bit more about the details of that. So Laurent is interested in scamming this Hollywood movie pr- producer who is basically making his version of like the typical like macho action film right it's it's the expendables it's 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 yeah the, and it's these like those. high grossing but very poorly regarded action films that are literally called the Razzie series like yeah. the name of the award for bad movies the golden raspberry awards <laughs> yeah um and 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 he he's this Hollywood producer who's also a like mafia drug dealer g- guy mm. like that that's how he actually makes all of his m- m- money and the movies are just this like just the the front right um 
and 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 the the whole scam is that he had planted a- 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 Abby as as the producer's new assistant. Uh, he's mm. planted Cynthia as the FBI a- a- agent who swoops in to like stop the cops from like interfering and stuff like that. Who they know is also watching him, but also under the payroll of the producer. Uh, but yeah, so they're 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 hoping to scam him by selling him these new drugs that uh, that they are saying edamame had made he is this mm. new doctor he's c- c- come up with this new drug in the form of candy uh and yeah they 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 hope to scan him with that and it starts to turn into a breaking bad situation yeah they're just like we'll sell you this for 10 million uh, which will also include the recipe so you can make it mm. yourself. And the guy is like, no, actually, I want you to make it. You'll stay here and you'll make it because this is your baby. Like, this is your masterpiece, mm. right? Um, and, yeah, they, like, remodel the whole, uh, like, spot where they, they, they cook it all. And they, I think they make a re- re- reference to Breaking Bad. He's like, okay, 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 yeah. okay, okay now you just have to do your best uh, Heisenberg and, and, <laughs> yeah. and we'll be out of here, you know? Uh, yeah, there are a lot of contemporary pop culture references throughout yeah. these. Like, it's a, it, it never goes overboard. And they all, like, make sense. Like, they're not... Uh, obnoxiously modern and of the times like you see the it movie pays. producer looking at a script Homage. and he's like yeah it's like oh this is a garbage script you really think i'm gonna get leonardo dicaprio in this which <laughs> yeah. is like a, a a timeless joke in that it that joke has persisted for like the last 25 years he's been it's the go-to one, of i couldn't get this guy in this movie it's it's definitely a good one though I was like, oh man. Yeah, or like Edamura loves um gachapon machines. And he keeps mm-hmm. going to this one gachapon machine that gives him like a little plastic figurine of a member of um an important figure in Japanese history. And he gets one of them, and then I think Laurent or Abby or somebody's like, Who's that? And he explains who it is, but he's like, It's not Ken Wananabe, just citing like the most famous Japanese person who they might think it is. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, oh, good for Ken Wananabe to be that reference point, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, they they try scamming him, and yeah, that's there's this like uh, fake death scene when the FBI swoops in. Uh, we still, I mean, you as the viewer know something is up, but you don't know mm. the exact yeah. extent of of things, right? Uh, yeah, in the back of my mind, they're, they're, I was like, I, I doubt they're dead, but, uh, right. And especially because this has been a, a series about a Hollywood movie producer. Of course, that is fake blood. Of course, that's a squib and a fake explosion. You can't trust any of this. Yeah. So at, at the last moment, uh, the FBI or who we think is the FBI. Bi swoops in and to you know to make the arrest and and stuff like that and there's there ends there ends up being a shootout uh, and that's when Laurent saves 
Abby or tries to, but they get shot in quotations. And yeah, they don't tell Edamame about all of this. So he's freaking out and being like, oh my God, what is going on? Uh, yeah, and then they they like fake arrest uh, this movie producer, but then they end up like making a deal with him to like, hey, mm. we'll, we'll get rid of the evidence if you stop all of this and you pin this on someone else, and you know who all all of that stuff. And so he gives them just a whole bunch more money, and then they let they let him go. And 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 yeah, and then it's revealed that it's 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 all fake, and they've actually given mm. him to like here's the actual uh, stuff, and if you want to t- turn him in, then you know you can do all of that. Yeah, so, and like Edamuro's been knocked out, and then he wakes up, and he's on an island, and Cynthia's like, "Yeah, this is my private island. I was working right? with you the whole time. This is how good of a scammer I am. Look at my island, and it's everybody from the scam, like." Every fake FBI agent, like everybody who Edinburgh had no idea was in on it. Water filter, yeah, yeah, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) and like they're all having a party. They're like, "This is great. We should do this next time." It's (laughs) a very warm ending. I don't know. There's something charming about how everybody who's in on the scam is friends with each other, and they like to hang out and party, not just out of. Yeah, yeah, like not just out of the let's revel in our riches, you know, let's get the finest food, the finest drinks. It's like, no, let's hang out. Like, let's just celebrate with each other as pals. Yeah. I do have to shout out the plot thread uh, of the movie producer's bodyguard. Yeah. That was like the the heart of of that story um, where he has a a kid uh, but he's separated from his wife, so he can only see his kid on Sundays. His wife is his wife is his wife died in an accident, and so his son is in like um, a, a home mm-hmm. of some kind because they don't think the father is like a fit uh, guardian. So he only gets visitation with his kid once a week, and he took and off like one of those days to like. Mm-hmm. I, 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 I was just going to add that that's because. <laughs> Because he used to be a gang member, and now he's working yeah. for this mafia guy. So they like people k- 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 kind of know who he is, right, and what he's up to, and so that's why they're like, "You're not a good father." For this <laughs> thing, but he he actually yeah. is trying t- to be one, and so that's mm. like at the a- 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 end of it. That's why they give him the like, "Hey, if you want to turn your boss in and be free of it, yeah. here's the stuff that will get him." in 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 jail yeah and like because uh adamura had his relationship with his father shattered it, as soon as he finds out that this bodyguard who's been in charge of watching him has the son that he should be going to see today and instead he's like no no i'll watch the guy the boss told me to watch then adamura's like go no go see your son and i guess i'll just tag along like i guess the three of us are just going to six flags magic mountain together yeah yeah, that that, that was a being, fun one. Yeah, oddly sweet. Him and the kid are friends. Yeah. So the last thing I'll mention about this first case, um, and and I, I guess the series as a whole, is I think it really, really started out with a bang. Yeah. And then, not that it got worse, because it did not, but the show mm. slowed down 
as it went. Yes. Right? Like that first case is just nonstop fast. And this guy's on the team. And this guy's a scam. And that guy's a scam. And you're a scam. And he's a scam. She's a scam. Everyone's a scam. You know? And, mm. and the second one still has a lot of fast pace action. But it's slowed down a bit. There, there's more of these character moments. And there's the tension between Abby uh, and Lois, I believe his name was, who also was a soldier and seems yes. to be one of the members. It's not c- clear if he was one of those the exact people, but he was on the opposite side of the war mm. as, as her and potentially bombed her home. Um, mm. And so, like... Yeah, there's like em- emotional stories within that and just it slows down a bit. And then that third story is much, much more calm yeah. and slow. And it is it's it's a much more touching story. It um, is. Where, I think where, where, the where, where third story was my favorite. Romance. Yeah. yeah. yeah I, 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 I yeah. think I, I liked that third one the best. Yeah, I think the show knows how to balance itself out. Like we said, the first story is very fast paced. There's a lot of little twists in it. So the second story is narratively a little simpler, but they amp the visuals way up. The second case is the most aggressively colorful and dynamic. Like it and it all takes place basically in one location. Like after Edamura leaves the like repair shop in Japan, it's all within like a couple buildings in Singapore. And the setting is gorgeous. Mm-hmm. You know, it's these real life locations of that huge hotel that has these three like kind of clothespin towers with these two little legs and this huge like platform on top of it with the infinity pool. And it's got the sky garden, like all these amazing yeah. structures. Gorgeous. There's like a river winding around it. And so that's where this air race is. So they're flying around through all these beautiful buildings and like everything takes place at sunset. And like the colors are just super saturated and drenched like every highlight is bright yellow and every shadow is like cobalt blue it's oh it's dazzling but it's almost too much and so the third case oh it's like it gets like a little bit more complex narratively and like the visuals are like okay i understand you need a break now it's not (laughs) we're gonna calm the color palette down we're going to it's more like lush jewel tones and yeah. like the main it's an art heist and like the art piece they're dealing with uh the art is, is the main s- focus of the visuals right yeah. instead of like the yeah. sky or the water or the you know all of that stuff it is the pieces of art that are like whoa mm. those look great yeah and they do look beautiful and they're able to represent all these different styles of art really well yeah. Yeah, yeah, the main painting is called Snow of London. And so it's this very neutral colored, blood, you know, kind of pointillism, White you know, expressionist piece. And, yeah. Yeah. So it's like, we understand your eyes need a break. Uh, here is Snow of London for us to focus on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I, 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 I liked that first case because it it pulls you in with just like, Bam, we're hitting the ground running with all of the stuff, and you are in for a wild ride. And then this, the, the show slowly pulls you in with the k- k- character m- m- moments and stuff. And, like, yeah, I, I, I liked it a lot. So let's talk a little bit more about that second k- case. Um, 
which we've kind of mentioned is this like annual airplane race that they do in Singapore. It's run by these mm. two brothers, but the whole thing is rigged. The whole thing is yeah. scripted. Of uh, it's always g- gonna be the like younger brother who's actually the pilot versus someone else and they for a long t- time they had this one g- g- guy that was there j- 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 in it and then he got in this accident uh now he's in a wheelchair and he can't fly and all that stuff and they're you know they they come in trying to kind of challenge that mm. like we're gonna scam you out of all the winnings and money you make off of this c- 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 competition um and it's it's an interesting one too. Like you said, it, it is the most visually stunning. Mm. They're, they're in the sky. They're above the water. There's all these like futuristic buildings and and, and stuff. And it's just it's a spectacle to to mm-hmm. see. There's so much happening. There's so much going on, and it's all these different cultures. Yeah, because it's these big famous people. Uh, Some of them are from the Middle East. You know, Laurent is there and he's French. Uh, Adamura is there and he's Japanese. And it's it's just this like mix of cultures and and stuff at this big spectacle. Um, Mm -hmm. It's 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 like a pod racing. Now that's what I. Call I was going to say race. like the Olympics or something, but pod race I suppose also fits. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's nice that even if I didn't get to watch the Olympics this year, I did get to see uh, a brightly colored uh, international competition of some kind. Mm-hmm. Indeed, but this one focuses more like the flashbacks and character moments mm-hmm. of this one focus more on. Abby and who she is and where she comes from uh we did already kind of mention it but she's a uh she's a war orphan that turned into this guerrilla soldier that is now doing these uh scams with Laurent to kind of give her something to do is mm. the way that I interpreted that that she's she's wanting she's it's basically a cry for help is 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 what mm-hmm. I figured it as right like because there's the the so the, the the whole scam relies on her being the pilot of an airplane and she is a very good pilot uh because of her t- time in the war and 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 stuff and she's reckless though like that's the Mm -hmm. one thing like she's she's not pulling stunts in a way that's like oh you're showing off but like wow that was like you could have died doing that move Mm -hmm. and laurent ends up commenting on on like why she is doing this and and was like because she wants to die and like it's one of the more sobering <laughs> moments. Yeah. K- 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 kind of is like, oh, I didn't expect that. Yeah. And it's not uh, so specific to this moment or so specifically actively suicidal, just that she had 
you know, her entire childhood, you know, her entire family, her entire you know, home broken. And she doesn't yeah. know what to do with herself. So she just keeps putting herself, she just challenges these herself, dangerous learns all situations. these intense skills. You know, like she's such a, a physically adept person. Like she's an amazing fighter. You know, when she's pretending to be this actress in the first case, like she does a great, like she's pretending Fake to be accent, super yeah. affected by that drug. And it's amazing. You know, she gives this great it's wild physical top. performance of all this convulsing <laughs> when she takes the drug. Like she's challenging herself and giving herself all these skills just to like have something else to focus on and putting herself in these dangerous situations. Cause if she goes out, who will miss her? What will she miss? Yeah. 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 Um, so yeah, it, it's, it's a sobering moment. Mm-hmm. And then, like I mentioned, there's that tension between her and the other character. That one, I, I, it's, it's a tragic story. Abs- mm-hmm. Absolutely. But I don't know if it was as affecting as the, as what we see in that first case with the flashbacks, with the, mm-hmm. uh, with Edamura's family, as well as with the bodyguard and and, mm. and his k- 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 kid, as well as the like love story that we see in the third case, I I, I just mm. wasn't as interested in that story. Like I I kind of like her her character to me is one that's just like okay 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 you're the mysterious badass bad things mm-hmm. happen to you you had a shitty life like that's kind of all i really need to know like i like no offense to her right but like i Mm -hmm. just like i cool like that that's all i need and they yeah yeah it it, it doesn't and i was just like i i don't need this really yeah and like with edamura's story you know there's something happening because I think very early on somebody mentions like his father's reputation and how like, you know, you know, after what your father did, none of us trust you. But like you don't know what it is that happened. Like, you know, you're right, getting yeah. towards some sort of a twist. It's flashback after flashback of like him, you know, spending time with his family and like, OK, I know the dad's going to do something. What is it? So like that's got a turning point to it. Yeah. And yeah, I don't think Abby's story really does. She's getting all these um and that's less of a scene flashback of let's go back and watch this brief dialogue sequence between you and your parents. It's more like literal like psychological flashbacks. Yeah, just like images. Yeah, we're just seeing these images flash to her over and over again and like we piece it together and you you piece it together I think pretty quickly. And then you just see more of it over and over again as she keeps reliving it. Yeah, it doesn't have the same narrative punch to it as that twist you know you're looking for in Edamura's flashbacks. Indeed. Uh, so yeah, the whole thing is she's the pilot. Edamura is the mechanic that they have planted on the team of the brothers that run the whole thing, mm-hmm. that run the whole race. Um, they, they do that, uh, and Laurent is running this, like, fake underground gambling ring there, and that's how they, they, like, entice the older brother who is the, like, team manager slash Mm. creator of the race to, like, continually bet more and more money and, and stuff like that, uh, and 
yeah, they end up losing the thing. But then there's also this other scam that they pull that I, I didn't get all of the details of. But the final, final race, they take Abby out of the pilot seat and they put in mm. Lewis, who was the yeah. guy who used to race mm-hmm. and used to be the one that would always take second place in theirs like scripted narrative um and who we also find out like his whole accident wasn't really mm. an accident and it was planned mm. and scripted as well um but he he didn't know that exactly um but mm-hmm. he gets to be the pilot and he he wins or did he lose again, but it was an actual race? I don't oh, know, because they, oh. they did this weird thing with, like, they they tint the windows of the, their right. apartment so, with like, this the, thing, um, so <clears throat> when it makes it look like one yeah, the private person, <laughs> the private their box fireworks of... will be a different color, which means that the other person won. I think I, that one was just a little I... bit confusing. Yeah, I forget how it ended up, but I did like that setup (laughs) for what it was. Where, like, they've got the older brother in the private box. They have interrupted the TV's feed. So now he is seeing the winner that they want him to see. Yeah, they put the tinting on the windows so that he... He's looking at the wrong color firework because they're lighting off these team color fireworks for the winner. And, yeah, it makes it look red instead of purple or purple instead of red. Yeah. And and so somehow because of that, he he, he thinks he's oh, like he yeah it's it's one of those things where he put this like extra large bet like I'm going all in yeah on on this thing and uh he yeah I guess doesn't real I I, I guess that that whole thing is to stop him from realizing that he's actually mm. lost. And so that gives them time to escape with the money that mm. he, they, they made something. But yeah, that, that, that one was an interesting one as well. Mm. Um, and yeah, it was just, it was just a little bit conf- confusing. At yeah. The end. That, that was the one that I was like, okay, I liked this, but I, I just, there was a, a lot happening right mm. at the end. Yeah. <laughs> a lot to focus on. The third case was my favorite. Absolutely. I think because it's the most plot-wise, the most straightforward and emotionally like the most uh compelling one. And it's Absolutely. like a good yeah. art plot. I liked seeing all these fake paintings. Yeah, and it's 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 a good like romance story too. Yeah, like, yeah. Like you're really all rooting the, for uh, it. Ha, 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 heist stuff they do a really good job of making this like okay let's actually spend time on this romance here that we are setting mm. up as the heart of the sto- 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 story and we get a good long uh segment of of that k- 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 case just dedicated to how important this r- r- romance is and seeing them fall in love so with this one, we get a bunch of backstory for Cynthia, who is another mm. member of the t- team. And it turns out when she was younger, she was hoping to be an actress. Maybe wasn't the best 
yeah. turned out to be a good terrible. scam artist actress. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe um, she can't, you know, hold a pilot, but <laughs> she, yeah. she can sure convince somebody she's an FBI agent. Yeah, sure. Um, and she works at this cafe where this, like, super shy in, introverted mm. artist uh you know just has his his lunch there each day or something and uh i i, I don't know if she was new to the rest i i guess so because she didn't know what his usual mm. yeah. was but he's like i'll have my usual and she's just like i don't know your usual um mm-hmm. But they they meet and he asks her. He eventually bites up the the nerve to be like, "Hey, would you model for me?" Uh, and mm-hmm. and she's just like, uh, "Yeah, sh- sure, why not?" Mm-hmm. You know. Um, and so he ends up painting her a bunch of t- 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 times in all of these uh, like really really good paintings just like yeah like like we said the art now focuses on the art that they are making within the show yes <laughs> and it's really good they, they do it all is different styles and it's just like oh man like the the lighting in that one p- p- painting when she's in that like green sweatshirt on on, mm-hmm. on the bed is phenomenal I'm mm-hmm. just like, that's really good damn yeah they put they put a lot of thought into the fake art that appears <laughs> within this uh art scam plot yeah right. yeah yeah and he's been like he's had trouble painting recently and she kind of reinvigorates him she becomes his muse, his muse and the two yeah. of them fall in love well she and starts like, falling he, in he love can't with afford- him as she's just like sitting there watching him p- p- paint and yeah. he's so inspired right which is yeah a fairly typical thing like when you see someone who is so passionate at what they do and just absolutely is inspired by what they do or what they see right is it's just like wow like this is neat and she she falls <laughs> so fast it's this classic starving artist they used to eat cans of beans uh and they're in england so like Beans are a big food over there. They love their oh, yeah. Heinz, Heinz brand canned beans, as far as I know beans about it. Beans on England. toast. Yeah. Beans on toast. They, they don't even have the toast. You can't afford the toast. It's a beans only household. And he can't afford to buy her a ring, so he draws her a picture of a ring and says, Half beans, none toast. None toast left beans. Yeah. None toast left beans. That's great. Um, yeah, so they're they're at some like farmers market thing. He's ch- trying to sell his p- 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 paintings. She's there w- with mm. him, and this world renowned art critic sh- shows up and is like, "Holy moly, you have some t- talent!" But instead of focusing on his originals, he focuses on the like replicas that he's he's. Yeah, what she's been doing is like um like as a study, as a practice, and also he's like mm-hmm. a tourist will buy a copy of a Van Gogh that is clearly labeled as a copy of a Van Gogh. He's like, right, yeah. I, it gets enough money for me to buy beans. Yeah, um, and he he's like, dude, your skills are impressive. Like, mm. if you had the right paints and stuff, like I I I wouldn't be able to tell. And so this art 
dealer, we learn, is also kind of a scumbag because what he ends up doing is like, hey, you come work for me. You start making these forgeries of long-lost paintings. Mm. I will find them, right? And be like, <laughs> hey, this is the real thing. And then we can sell it for a bunch of money and we'll split it and, you know, you know all is good and dandy in the art world and mm. he's he's like i don't know but i guess if it brings me some money and that way i can yeah. you know, start working on my own stuff and yeah sure you know um and very quickly though he just kind of gets roped into this thing on like he doesn't even realize it yet but he's just turning into into this douchebag right where mm-hmm. he has the like He's starting to have some piercings and a new hip haircut. And he's like, well, my contract says that I have six more that I need to, to, to do. And Cynthia's like, you don't even have a contract. Like, you're just in this, like, verbal arrangement. Mm-hmm. Like, you can stop whenever you want, which should be now. Like, let's go and do our thing. <laughs> like, we have enough m- 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 money. And he's just like, nah. I'm 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 good. I like this. Right? And then she's just like, "Oh. Okay." Well, his thing is that he's he's like, "I never made it as an artist. This is the yeah. this could this be the only time I am ever like I can ever make a living off of my paintings." He's like, "I can't leave." <laughs> I think they do right, a really yeah. good job of setting this guy up as very sympathetic. Like he just he got in over his head. He, you know, he was so downtrodden and this was like his one chance to do something close to what it was. He'd always wanted to do his entire life. He's like, if I can't make it as an original painter, I'll make it as a forger. If I don't know a single other thing in my life. So you're like, you understand why Cynthia left him, but you also still like the guy enough that you hope that they get back together. (laughs) Yeah, kind of, which is do. a fine line to walk. Yeah, mm-hmm. but yeah, so that's basically the whole backstory of mm-hmm. of of this thing. And then in modern day times, Adamame is trying to make it on his own. Now he's trying to hold a job. He's been living at this like Italian bed and breakfast no, place yeah it's 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 a someplace in like the french countryside they're in nice they're in mm-hmm. nice in the south of france he's trying to work at a local sushi restaurant uh he has no idea how to make the sushi i i, I think this the sushi restaurant is also i think they're chinese and they think he's <laughs> korean and he's like no i'm yeah. japanese like uh, or, or something yeah yes like that. that's it yeah um, but yeah, so he he's not making it all that mm. you, you know, that well. He he's making it by, but barely, mm. right? Um, yeah. And he finds out that the place he's staying is having to shut down because they're in major debt, 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 debt. And then eventually he comes up with this this uh, scam to sell this painting that he has. Because uh, th- this uh, art critic walks into his sushi r- r- restaurant mm. and just completely destroys it, which is similar to what we saw in God of or the Drops of God manga yes. that we, we read. <laughs> it's like the exact same plot thing, right? 
Um, yeah, it's like and, a guy who walks in, trashes your restaurant, and then they got to figure out how to get back at the guy. And like Edamura had heard him talking on the trashes phone. Trashes it with a bad review. Uh, yeah, yeah. I he say he not, did not, not literally like destroy it. Table. Yeah. I think he um, did throw the food at the at the chef, but he no, did. he did. Like, yeah, he didn't. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and so. Yeah, Edamura hears him talking on the phone to somebody back home in London. And he's like, yes, I'll, I'll, when I'm in Paris on the way back home, I'll stop and I'll buy you a piece of art. You know, some, just some little small thing between 20 and 30,000 euros. Sadamura yeah. sees that there's this really nice painting hanging in this little bed and breakfast where he's staying. Let's sell he's him like, can that I? painting. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, let's sneak into a gallery, put this on the wall, stick a 25,000 euro price tag on it, and the guy will buy it. And then I come back and I give this family those earnings you know and then they can afford to keep this place open and i can keep living here because i like it here yeah and that scam ends up going wrong in the sense that the guy buys it being like this is a steal like absolutely Mm -hmm. i will buy this for twenty five thousand dollars right and then the next day on the news there's this big news thing like the long lost <laughs> snow of london uh worth a hundred million you know and he's just like ah, like i could have gotten that much like holy moly and so now they're just like look we fucked up we need to get this painting back we need to get the money back we need to scam this guy again uh yeah to, like set things right because we need to help this bed and breakfast thing but like this isn't enough and we did the wrong thing um Mm. and so yeah so that's how they they get this idea to 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 scam them and that's when cynthia is like i know someone who can help us out um Mm. and and that's when we meet her ex-boyfriend and stuff like that and um yeah they do this like underground black market art auction thing which again again is just Hailed with all of Laurent's people, <laughs> except for the one p- 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 person that they're scamming, um, and yeah, like I, 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 there's a lot going on there, but it's it's a beautiful story. It, it it's a yeah, yeah. it's, it's a g- the, great one. The love story is touching. Um, the way Thomas, the boyfriend, the painter, his character ends up is that yeah, he's been making these paintings for. Um, James Coleman, this uh, art critic. And then he goes into a museum one day and he sees one of his forgeries hanging on the wall and some kid, some art student is sketching it and this turns in him and he's like, I can't take the place of these great artists. I do not want the next generation of artists learning from a forgery. So then he takes all the money he's earned to buy his paintings back these paintings that have been touted as these long lost treasures. So he goes deep into debt doing this. And then he ends up like right back where he started, you know, sleeping on a twin bed, eating a can of beans with no toast. Empty room. Yeah. 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 And, and I like James Coleman as a villain. I think he was the most interesting of the three villains that we had, like the Hollywood producer, the, um, the, the, the brother who's organizing the air race, yeah, I think Coleman had was, the most to do. He was the, the most one that dynamic. was the most menacing, right? Yeah. As much as that that first case was like, oh yeah, he's a mafia member stuff. He was 
unsuspecting in yeah. in, in an odd odd way which I, th- 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 this guy was unsuspecting too but in a way, way that was just like oh yeah we we have to get this guy back like we love to to to, to hate to hate him mm-hmm. right um so yeah they they made him into a good villain but he had this whole love story too where he was k- kind of using this woman uh mm-hmm. who had a big fortune to buy these paintings so that normal like blue collar <laughs> workers wouldn't get their grubby fingers on these paintings yeah like this man loved like art so much he would come to his lover and he's like darling i have to put this painting up for auction but i can't bear to part with it i you know this should be truly treasured by a true connoisseur of art and she's like don't she's worry like, darling i'll be on the painting i'll win it for you connoisseur of 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 art i'll buy it for you yeah yeah and they have this private room in her estate which is just wall to wall like every inch of the wall is covered with paintings the two of them just sit there on a little couch in their matching bathrobes and observe and admire the art ridiculous but but yeah so they they end up like scamming her out of her money to get this stuff as well um they, they yeah they to for but go, go ahead no 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 so they want cold so they have snow of london they're going to put it up for auction coleman's going to come in and bid on it and they know he's going to use her money to do it he doesn't have any of his own money he just uses hers so but before that can happen abby goes up to this woman with the recorder that had recorded him like bad mouthing her and hitting on abby instead so now this woman's heart is broken she's like i never should have trusted him i'm leaving and then he wins the auction. And he's like, okay, where's my girlfriend to pay for this? And they're like, so she's not here. You place the winning bid. You need to you get need us a hundred million dollars. Yes. Yeah. So she keeps, uh, I think they don't, she had sold off some assets to try and get the money to win the painting, but they don't mm-hmm. actually scam her out of any money. And they give her, hey, this man has been lying to you and using you the whole time. You are free. And yeah. And, and then there, there's yeah. also that like hopeful note at the end where yeah. she has a but a butler who also seems to mm. be a close friend but because of the influence of this art jailer she's grown very distant and cold to 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 him but he is still loyal and just like this is my job i've been with you for 30 something years and he it seems to c- kind of secretly be in love with her and at the yeah. end of the day he's just like don't forget i'm still here with you mm-hmm. and she's just yeah like, you're right you, yeah. you know you 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 have been here maybe i am in love with you you know um mm-hmm. there, there is that like hopeful note that she will be fine yeah butler was but, a good guy and then uh when cynthia and thomas they they go back to that old cafe and they have a long conversation and they kind of reconcile things they're not back together at the end of the story but like they've reconnected they understand each other you know they're back in touch and then neither of them is upset with each other which is good i would have liked to have seen them back together i wanted thomas on the team like he they don't make him do any non-art related scam work so like they're just traveling around the world you know need a logo all these people like i'm a painter not a graphic designer i don't know why you (laughs) can't Yeah, and he's just sitting in the corner with a sketchbook, just like, all right, honey, you go have fun. Uh, I'm just going to be here in the hotel room drawing. 
<laughs> I wanted that. Maybe we'll still get there. I'd like to see Thomas come back. Yeah, he's he's good. He's good. Um, yeah, I I I like this show a lot. It mm -hmm. slowed down, but it 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 really drew you in with the emotional stories and stuff. And I am absolutely going to watch season two. Um, I I don't know if I'll get to it this week or the next or this mm -hmm. year, but who who knows? I'm yeah, absolutely want to go back and watch season two, which is only nine. Yeah, that one's shorter. Episode, so it's shorter, but it's all one case. So it's a longer mm -hmm. case, but shorter season. So there you go. Uh, yeah, I. Uh, so, so who who is this? The, the studio that that did this, uh, produced by Wit Studio, um, and let's see, directed by Hiro Kaburagi, written by Ryota Kosawa. Character designs by Yoshiyuki Satomoto and music composed by Yodaka Yamada. Which I have to say, the music in this show is also phenomenal. The music's great. Opening theme song is wonderful. It's reminiscent of the Cowboy Bebop theme. And then the closing credits, amazing! It's it's yeah, the great closing credits. Pretender by Freddie Mercury. Yeah, and like it's, I feel bad that Netflix like cuts off the end credits before he barely gets a, a syllable sequence. in, and then it's like next I, yeah. episode. Yeah, it, yeah, it's a great sequence, and it's all cats. It's just these c c cats, like yeah. I don't understand the cats. When, I what don't they either, symbolize. but I love it. It's great. Watch the end <laughs> credits, please, at least once. It's brilliant. Yeah, um, and just within the the, sh the 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 show itself, uh, yeah, the music is fantastic. Um, it's just there's there's I have nothing but good things to, to say about this. Um, this series but i want to uh, so i'm interested in what else this studio has done because the mm -hmm. art style you know was just so incredible Ooh. uh so let's see wit studio a japanese animation studio founded in 2012 um by producers at production ig as a subsidiary of ig port mm -hmm. um the studio gained notability for producing the anime adaption of the Attack on Titan manga series. Okay, uh. I can see that now because Attack on Titan. I I don't know if I would describe it as painterly, but there is this like odd like hint of that in uh -huh. the Attack on Titan series, which actually we covered season one of that back on the whatnots podcast which you guys can find on our website thewhatnots.com um but what else did they do uh let's see oh vinland saga okay mm. vinland saga so i've i've read the first couple volumes of the manga of that i haven't seen the a -a 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 anime but vinland saga was amazing that was great. Mm -hmm. 
please go check that one out. Um, anything else? Oh, they did the Pokemon movie, The Power of Us. I don't know that one. I, I want, Was that the one where Pikachu talked? <laughs> I don't remember. Let's see, where's the reception? Um, I don't know. I don't know if that was the one that was weird. Because I, I remember there was one of them where Pikachu talked. Like, yeah, spoke that English, sounds familiar. And everyone was just like, what the hell? No. <laughs> uh, but yeah. Okay, this, yeah, this studio seems to be uh, doing some good stuff. Good on them. They have a new new hit on their, their hands with Great Pretender. Yeah. Good stuff, man. Uh, final thoughts? Good. Lots of, lots of fun. Lots of nuance. Such yeah. a delight to watch. I liked Absolutely. how much uh, real world settings it pulled in. Yeah, mm -hmm. and it, like I said, you know, it's they go to all these real physical, like real cities in the world. They've got you know big architectural elements like the Hollywood sign. But I love to see all those specific strange artsy buildings in Singapore yeah. just for four or five straight episodes. I love those things. Yeah, <laughs> those uh, are some of my desktop wallpapers at work. Nice. I think the last thing I will say is that there's also a good, like, diversity in the characters, mm -hmm. right? Um, j just in the way they look, the way they act. Um, uh, yeah, just a, a surprising amount of diversity. Yeah. I, would have, in, I don't remember her so. name, but I love that old lady who's in on all the scams and she's this giant snake tattoo on her arm. And, like, yeah, she the, shows up in, like, a leather vest and, like... Helter. Yeah, yeah, she's cool. I hope we get to learn about her. Yeah, how did she get involved? Great. Um, yeah, go go watch it. Highly recommend mm -hmm. it. Like I said, I think this might take the cake for my biggest surprise of mm -hmm. this year on the show. Um, yeah, good stuff. Alyssa, do you have recommendations? Of what else people might like. Uh, if you want, when you pitched this anime to me, it immediately reminded me of Mob Psycho 100, which also has a a con I, artist yeah. as one of its main characters. Okay, uh, a suave blonde con artist. I'm feeling it. Yeah, good oh, stuff. Yeah. Uh, a couple weeks ago, when we watched. Knives Out, I recommended Logan Lucky. I'd like to recommend that again. It's mm. from the director of Ocean's Eleven, and it is a really delightful, inventive heist movie about these down-on-the-luck brothers from West Virginia trying to hijack a NASCAR stadium of all of their snack bar cash. Good stuff. <laughs> lots, lots of twists in that. It's fun to see all the different elements of that story come together. Yeah. And if you want a good art heist story, uh, earlier this year, I watched The Thomas Crown Affair, starring okay. Pierce Brosnan from the late 90s, I, seen that. I think. It, he plays this man who, he is like a known art collector. I think he, that's not what he does professionally. I think he has like an insurance company or architecture, you know, one of those movie jobs a movie man right. has. 
But like you can lock Sargon on the side and secretly he's like sneaking in and stealing treasured pieces of art. And the Rene Russo is like uh, Mm. an Interpol agent who's like trying to investigate him. And then they fall in love and she's in on the scams. And it's an okay movie. I was the it's been spoken of highly on the various James Bond podcasts I listen to, like Which, the Thomas Crown affair. Of James B- 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 Bond, we didn't even mention that the villain in the third <laughs> case on this is nicknamed the 007 of the art world because he like Yeah goes on these secret missions to find these right. paintings. It, like, like it makes no it's not sense, the but best it's just like name and like some there's a we see him on the news and somebody yeah, mentions like the reporter asks him about it and he's like, it's probably just because my name is also James. Like he kind of admits this isn't the best nickname. Like yeah. it sounds cool. It doesn't make a lot of sense. It's weird. But I would listen to these Bond podcasts and they would say the Thomas Crown affair is almost a better James Bond movie than any of Pierce Brosnan's actual Bond movies. Interesting. So I'm watching it. And I'm like, this is slightly less good than I thought it would have been. But the climax of the film kills it. Phenomenal. It's one okay. of the most impressive, dynamic, like heist climaxes. We're like, everything's coming together. All these elements you didn't know were part of it come together. And I think it was worth it to have kind of an underwhelming film experience. Like, oh, yeah, this, is, this is okay. Just to be like knocked off by the, the mm-hmm. climax of the thing when it all comes together. I'm like that, yeah. that was worth the entire time. Yeah. Good stuff. Good stuff. Uh, so yeah, at the start, I mentioned a bunch of things that this is absolutely influenced by go watch some lupin the third you know go go mm-hmm. watch castle of cagliostro or something which we c- covered on this p- podcast or i guess you i did. covered because that yeah. was like in the weird position where paul just stepped down but i wanted to keep the show g- going so i was like okay we're rebranding as the review show first three are only me i was just like <laughs> review castle of Caglio show it, 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 it's good i like it a lot but there's mm. a t- t- ton of lupin the third stuff and i know there's that cgi movie that is yeah out or coming out very soon i think it's c- not sure soon um yeah that, that that looks good so go check out some lupin the, the third go ch- check out cowboy bebop just for like the music and stuff right um i would also recommend durarara if if you guys haven't seen that sh- that show, um, it's very different. It's not a heist show. It's not really like a crime c- c- comedy. I-, I I guess you could say there's some c- crime stuff going on in that. Uh, but they that show has a similar level of energy to it, especially the first case of this show where they are uh, scamming the. Uh, the movie producer. Mm-hmm. Just the energy and the speed at which it's paced and, like, all of the characters and stuff, like, fitting into... Like, it, it just... It really reminded me of Jurururura. Uh So go ch- check out that show. It's one of my favorites. Um, so, yeah, you guys should go check that stuff out. Uh, if you want another good heist... A uh, thing to ch- check out. I highly recommend uh, Money 
Heist. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, which is a Netflix original show. I think the original name is La Casa de Papel. It's all in Spanish. Um, and the, a brilliant heist show. Uh, by the like third or fourth season, I forget which one they're, they're on, it does get a little ridiculous. Uh, mm. But that that especially that first heist that they're doing there, oh, brilliant, brilliant stuff. Um, they want to do a heist on the mint of Spain. Yeah, and instead of like stealing the plates to like print their own money, they go in and they barricade themselves inside, and they're, are 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 just like. Okay, we are going to operate the mint now. And the longer <laughs> we can stay in here, the more money we make. Uh, and mm-hmm. so the, they, they, they're they like, we're, we're hoping to stay at least this long so we can make this much and then escape. But yeah, of course, the longer we stay, uh, the more we make. But then we're also hoping to, uh, like, the, like, the, like, they're not just sitting there. Like, they are actively, like... Uh, like figuring out they're not figuring out because they have it all planned out but they are enacting their escape mm-hmm. plan the entire ta- 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 time that they're in there i won't say what it is exactly or how they did do it and stuff but it's fascinating it's a great show uh so go check that one out as well mm-hmm. so there you go which i i Yes, we also cover that on the <laughs> reactor core, kind of, because I had seen yeah. the show, but Melissa, you had not. And so no, we did an, an experiment, kind of like what we did on here on the review show, but it was just me like explaining this all. Like, here's why you need to go watch it. Yeah. Uh, but it's there, a- are spoils, <laughs> there are spoilers in that too. But, yeah, was that after uh, the season four, season three? I think season three. Oh, yeah, because, yeah. like, this new sh- season yes. was coming out, and you wanted season to three. react to it, but nobody else had seen it. So you're like, I will offer my reactions and also recap the entire series to Melissa, who doesn't know any of it. Yeah, yeah. In- <laughs> it was indeed. fun. That's on our other podcast, The Reactor Course. You guys can go check that out as well. Um, yeah, that's about it for this. So, Melissa, let's get on to the pitches for this next week. Which, if I'm not yep, mistaken, they, are going to be holiday themed. They are, of course. I love me a holiday movie. And these are, uh, at least two of these pitches you've heard me mention, I think, every year. And I'm okay. going to keep going with both of them until we watch both of them eventually. Oh, sure. Okay. So get used to these. Uh, this is your assignment. So pitch number one, a contemporary classic for our generation in particular, Christopher Columbus is Chris Columbus, not the guy who like sailed the boat. Chris Columbus might smell a boat in his spare time. Well, I don't know, know the man. It it's home alone. Time traveler. Right. <laughs> we don't actually don't know. know a thing about him. Home alone, Kyle. Uh, alone the boy good. is left home alone at Christmas Eve. <laughs> he has to protect his house from wet burglars. He uses traps and cans of paint and a tarantula his brother had. There's a yep. scary man with a snow shovel, and then it turns out he's not so scary. John Candy is in it. Yeah. He is indeed. We all know. 
I'm not really describing these things. We all know how Home Alone goes. We know what it's, it is. It's a great one. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Great one. Bit number one is Home Alone. And you also have the option to tack on a Home Alone 2 Lost in New York should you want to. It's not gotcha. obligated, gotcha. but the option is out there to just do both of them. Both Macaulay's. Pitch number two is an older Christmas movie. This is one I did not grow up with. I didn't see it for the first time until I was like 22 or something. Like I was an adult when I saw it for the first time, but it worked on me. I, I was so charmed by it. I get so emotional watching it every year. It like instantly became one of my favorites. And every year I have to watch this and I'd really yeah. like to talk about it. This is Scrooged. This is a Scrooged. movie from the 80s. I think this was directed by Richard Donner. I should have looked these up. I didn't. I, did. I know most of them close enough in my own heart and mind. And this is a contemporary take on A Christmas Carol starring Bill Murray as a 1980s like cable TV executive. Okay. Who's making his staff produce like a live on Christmas Eve broadcast of a Christmas Carol that they're recording there like live in their studio to broadcast to everyone. And so he's running around trying to arrange that while he's being haunted by the three classic ghosts. We all know it's just a Christmas Carol, but eighties Christmas Carol, but eighties and Bill Murray and Bill Murray. There's a great cast in this Alfre Woodard. Um, uh, Buster Poindexter plays the ghost of great Christmas name. past. So if you've ever wanted to see the guy who's saying hot, 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 uh, play a ghost in a movie, I think this is your one chance. <laughs> hot. Like how you feeling? Hot, hot, hot. Yes. That one? <laughs> how you feeling? The other important line in that song. It's that guy. Because There's just a lot of say fun one practice. word over and over. <laughs> like uh, the guy yeah. who said, stop, stop, stop. <laughs> who? <laughs> Who is that? Yeah, there's great practical effects in this movie. It's okay. funny. But then it it delivers on all of the heart that a Christmas Carol adaptation needs to. I cry at the end of this movie every year. Ah, oh, good stuff. Okay. Yeah. And pitch number three. So I, I had my two favorite Christmas movies. And I'm like, what the heck is the third one? I don't even know what my third runner up is for favorite Christmas movie. And I thought, I don't know if I like this movie. I don't know if this movie is good. <laughs> I don't know if anybody knows if this movie is good, but we all know it. And it's such a strange, fascinating thing that we could have a great conversation about. I'm sure there was 90 minutes of discussion to be had about Ron Howard's Dr. Seuss's How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Yes. Okay. So which The live which... action one. I was going to say, yeah. The live action one, how the Grinch stole Christmas. Wild. Uh, I saw I saw a picture recently of Baby Grinch on 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 there as well. What an ugly baby! <laughs> <laughs> that baby Grinch is what Baby Grinch must be. Exactly. Um, man. Okay. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Let's so see. Home alone. Scrooged or the the haunting live action Grinch. That that's the one with Jim Carrey, right? As Jim as Carrey, Christine yeah. Baranski, Clint Howard, of course, and others. Yeah. 
think I'm going to go with Scrooged. Because I've nice. never seen it, but I've seen the... I'm delighted uh, 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 to show uh, uh, you uh, uh, this movie. Under t- 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 two, yeah. Yeah, so I'm going to go with Scrooged. Hooray. That is what we will do uh, next week. Scrooge starring Bill Murray. Mm-hmm. I'm excited. Good old Bill Murray, man. Yeah. He's always a delight. Let's see. Well, uh, that about wraps us up. Again, we are are approaching the end of the year, so we don't have many more episodes of the review show uh, left to do this year. But of course, we will be back next year as well. Um, Yeah, be prepared for all of that. Be on the lookout for our end of the year retrospective. Should be a lot of fun. All that stuff. Go like, share, subscribe. You guys know the deal. Go follow us on Twitch, which is twitch.tv slash the whatnots. Uh, we are hoping to make it to 50 followers on Twitch right now. I think last I checked, we were at 42 or 43, something mm. like that. Uh, so we are c- c- close. So if you guys could help us out, that would be amazing. Uh, that is only one of the criteria uh, that we need to 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 hit to make affiliate uh, on Twitch. Uh, but uh, that is the one that you guys can help us out with. Um, mm-hmm. So that would be super helpful. If we could get there, go follow us on Twitch at twitch.tv slash the whatnots. Uh, go subscribe to our YouTube, uh, the youtube.com slash the whatnots, where you can subscribe there. Melissa, where can they find you on the internet? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at WilkyWit. That's W-I-L-K-Y-W-I-T. And you can listen to my other podcast, Saturday Morning Obscurities, where my brother Jams and I watch weird old kids shows that we vaguely remember. That's great. Good stuff. Uh, You guys can find me at Yo Kyle Springer on Twitter and Instagram. You guys want to stay up to date with our shows. We are at The Whatnots on Twitter. Like I said, go like, share, subscribe. That's it. This has been episode 135 of the Whatnots Review Show. We will see you all next week. Bye. Bye.